Thank you for joining us here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my partner in crime, my esteemed colleague. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Delal. Phil. <laughs> Great to be with you. Are you trying to be like me? Ah! Okay there? Yeah, try to get people excited. Get excited. Nothing yeah. people like more than being grrrred at. Yeah. That's how I, Chris Berman, he's that's made an entire the, career of that. That's right. Yeah. He's the best. That's how all good podcasts get going. Yeah. Uh, we're also here with Ben Swanson in studio. Yeah, I'm also here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was good. good. You would think with the beard that it would sound better than that. but Oh, wow. Mean. Beard's just taped on. <laughs> yeah, it's fake. Yeah, it is fake. Huh? Uh, it's the preseason bye week. Yeah. I get, yeah. How do you feel? I feel uh, ready for the regular season. I know. That's really, uh, this is just sort of, let's get this party started. You, you think know? there's some juice for this season? I think there's a lot of juice. What about for the, the season opener, the Lions, Chiefs? You don't hear much juice oh, about that these oh, days. Oh, I see. That's one week from today. Yeah. It is uh, well, depending you, on you when you're listening about to this. That. Yeah, you kind of forget. If you're about listening that. to this tomorrow, it's not. I thought that you were talking about juice for the Broncos season. Well, sure. Yeah, I just mean that. like the the season, the season coming the up. Season. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. You think you think that there's yeah, a lot of juice? Yeah, you know, that? I've been watching uh, Hard Knocks. You get Aaron Rodgers out there, and uh, I'm talking about the, the Chiefs and the Lions. Just that specific game. That is there juice for that game. Um, I haven't heard a lot, but yeah. maybe I think so next week there'll be a lot of out in the yeah. forest. It's too early. So it's too early. Too early. Yeah, next week there'll be a nice ramp up to that. I mean, if they if they had chosen the the Bengals to play there, for example, yeah, you think? Oh my that, gosh, they would have been talking about that for months. That's true. That is true. Do you think there's Mahomes fatigue? Like, yeah, we get it. He's amazing. Certainly here in Denver. Certainly yeah. in my mind. It's like, look, we got it. I'm He's fa- amazing. I'm okay, enough. Mahomes. Yeah. Been fatigued for years. <laughs> <That> <laughs> fatigued, guy. huh? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe he should just go away. I don't think he's going to. I don't think what so. If we, what if we? What if? What if we had him? <laughs> Pat, you come on the podcast. Yeah. He's like, oh, I want to go on Travis Kelsey's podcast, and I'm like, well, you come on our oh. podcast. I learned something new from that Travis Kelsey podcast, actually. What did you learn? I learned, he said that uh, when teams play like the Chiefs, they wear red colored gloves. Didn't I tell you this? No, you didn't. I I watched him say it to me. And then I said, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because he said that other teams wear red colored gloves and it's harder to see the holding. Yeah. Which, of course, you know, uh, similarly, um, the Broncos wear white colored cleats so you can't tell if they're out out of bounds. That's true. Then that worked. And that worked. Um, But I. I don't think that, like, Broncos players can wear red gloves, though. Can they? I think you can. I didn't know you could do that. I thought you had to wear your own team colors. But, oh. But Kelsey says other teams wear Some red guys gloves. wear, like, uh, no, because Edelman, oh, I guess red is a Patriots color. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if the Broncos can do this. Maybe when red teams play the Chiefs. On the road, they uh, wear red gloves. Because yeah, if you're playing maybe, the Chiefs at home. You can wear white. You wear white gloves. Yeah, and it's harder to even do it. According to so. NFL football operations. <laughs> uh, yes, excuse me, gentlemen. Oh, pull up right here. So we got a couple of uh, facts. Players cannot wear headgear or any other equipment or, or apparel that, in the opinion of the uniform inspector or the referee, may confuse an opponent because its color is similar. 
You don't want to confuse oh, your opponent. You don't want you would really want to do that. They're like, that play call wasn't allowed because it was too tricky. Really confusing. <laughs> it confused my friend. That's like when you when they tried to um, announce that an offensive lineman is eligible. Yeah. They're like, wait, what? What huh? is going on? You could pass it to this guy? What? It's true. Very confusing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about what we're going to talk about. Let's talk about what we'll talk about. Okay. So uh, you're going to, but most, you'll watch next Thursday. I'm going to watch that game. Yeah. Yeah. I will too. Just because football's back. I mean, I watch pretty much anything. Yeah. I think Nebraska plays Minnesota well, tonight in college C-U-T-C-U, football. I'll probably C-U-T-C-U, watch a so little desperate. bit. Of that. I'll definitely be watching that. Coach Prime, go bust. those guys ready to go. Yeah. I am nervous about uh, the lines, the offensive line and the defensive line. What other just, lines are there? I'm just hearing some stuff out of there. You're, I'm you're hearing, hearing some stuff. Yeah. A little bit of concerns, but yeah. uh, uh, we'll have to see. Yeah. Of course, TCU played in the national championship last year. Mm. A lot of changes could be, for could be uh, bad. the Horn Frogs, but uh, we'll see. They're still a pretty good team. Yeah. Pretty good squad. So we'll see. Favored by more than 20, I think. Three touchdowns, yeah. yeah. I think Upset of the century. Coach Prime, don't, d- don't doubt. We, we coming. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'll be watching. You're, you're going to watch too, right? Um, yeah. I wouldn't miss a second of my buffs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Plus, you don't have a college anymore, right? No, I don't. Yeah. So I'm saying you, you fired up for college football? I am. My Tar Heels playing South oh. Carolina. QB May. Mm, yeah. Going to get knocked QB? around by Spencer Rattler. Mm, it'll be oh. high scoring. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah. You promise? I promise. Coach Mac Brown, of course, what time a f- is the friend game? of the program. What time yeah. is the game? It's at uh, 5.30 Mountain. Oh, late. Late. Oh, wow. You okay there over there? You're, you're watching a little preview right <laughs> yeah. there? Yeah, a little too fired up. Oh, huh? Yeah. yeah we got to pay the attention. Podcast. Yeah. What time, um, what time will the game end? When will the fourth quarter be? Gosh, I, guess I don't if know. It starts it's at 5.30. 5.30, yeah, five-hour game. Yeah, 10 hours. So that's 12.30 Eastern. Yeah. It's past That's some people's bedtimes. Some bedtimes are, will be, be sleepy at that point. Yeah. Have to put on your glasses. You always you keep your glasses on. I keep my glasses so I don't have to get them. You have yeah, to I'm put always them on. sleepy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so on today's show, we'll be talking about the players. We're going to rank maybe, what do you think, top three players that we're most excited about? Uh, oh, I thought we were doing one to 53. No. No, okay. You did too much homework. Yeah, so bad for 50. Uh, the, the players that you're most excited to watch in the season opener. Against the Raiders. Yep. Talking about the season opener already? Yeah, it's about 10 days away now. I think that you could start talking about it. Okay. The players you're most excited to see. You're, they've had a big offseason. You're excited to see them out there. Unleashed, if you will. Ooh. Yeah. And then, uh, and then maybe we'll talk a little bit about the wide receiver position, Eric. Mm. Uh, Jerry Judy, we're unsure about his availability for this game. So what are the Broncos going to do at wide receiver? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Yeah, you're like, whatever. But, uh, uh, you know, with um, the roster constructed as it is currently, we got uh, got some stuff to talk about, I think. You have to, in today's today's world, In today's world. In a globalized world, you have to think beyond the 53-man roster. Strategery. Yeah. Strategy. How do you think? What do you have to think about? What's beyond? You have to think about more than the 53. Well, we'll get to that. Ooh, tease. We don't want to spoil it. Tease. Wow. Synergy. Yeah. Um, But before we dive into that, Eric, this is an interactive show. It is. That's why Ben Swanson's here. (laughs) Yeah. Won a contest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Again. 
Uh, Phil, there are many ways that you can get involved in the show. You can leave a voicemail at 707 Neutral. You got any of those, Swanson? Voicemails. We had a couple. They're sadly outdated. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Jeff Flanagan, even our old friend. Yeah, we. He mentioned a tight end that we can't really. Oh, yeah. he who must not be named. Yeah. yeah. So unfortunately. Good for you that you no longer yeah. have to try to pronounce that because you didn't ever I do it. I always very... nailed that. No, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. I watched Broncos postgame. It's the show. Broncos postgame show. Yeah, I watched that. The. Nate Jackson, of course, joined you. Yeah. Former nailed, Broncos wide receiver. He tight nailed end. the name of this uh, former tight end. Yeah. You did not. When I was doing the highlights, he kind of chuckled after I said his name, and I was like, what was that about? Yeah. <laughs> did I not say that right? Yeah. You didn't. Like, huh. Um, He's like, weird. He's <laughs> laughing on the same way that Eric and Ben laugh after I say stuff. Yeah. It's so, a nice show. It's a nice show. The so Rock sorry, is Jeff. Show. Sorry, Jeff. Okay. Get, yeah, uh, sorry. Tom things, McNitty. Things move fast in a digital world. Yeah, Tom McNitty. We got an email? Oh, well, yeah. So Phil. We talked to him about this. Yeah, we talked about emails. Yeah. We're not there yet. No, that's not this part of the program. Okay. Phil, you can also leave an email yep. at neutralzoneshow at gmail.com. Yep. Ben, did we get any emails? We did get one. Was it good? Andy Maines, right? Uh, we got one from uh, Renee. Oh, you kept that one a secret. Oh. No, I forwarded that one. Right? <laughs> okay, what does it say? It says, I need more neutral zone content from you guys. Nice. Thank you. Ooh. And then also get Sydney back as a guest. Oh, <laughs> who's Sydney? <laughs> what is that? Well, Eric, I think soon we'll be doing two programs a week. Programs. Program. Yeah. Phil, we do have some sad news. Yeah. What is that? Sure now? I think you should. I think you Yeah, I think you should. Phil, we will no longer be at the Breckenridge Brewery Farm Home. On Mondays. On Mondays. Yeah. Every other night was... we'll still be there, just hanging out. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. the podcast will no longer be broadcast live. There was a... there were too many people showing up for it, and it was just kind of an infrastructure situation. Plus that thing with Swanson at the end of last year. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we can't go back after the that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and the pint know, glass. Police were there. EMTs were there. It got messy. It was not. It was yeah. not good. So. Yeah. We can't go That's back. That's why Swanson there can't was, drink stouts. paint everywhere. <laughs> Watercolors so, strewn across the facility. Yeah. So oh, much water paint. Watercolors. That's easy. Though. So yeah. much paint, though. Yeah. yeah. Pastels. <laughs> yeah. Oils. The oils would have been brush. <laughs> everywhere. Brushes just broken in half. Yeah. So People are crying. Yeah. Yeah, we cannot go back. No. No, in all, yeah, in all so. seriousness, uh, we loved our uh, time at Breckenridge Breweries. Farm home, and uh, we, we did. have we nothing but that. great things to say about those uh, those lovely people there. But we'll still be doing a show on Mondays. Yes, we will. Just it, just from home. Well, this is our home. Yeah, right here in the studio. <laughs> That's right. This is where we live. Always, always. So Ben lives in that dark little corner over there. Yeah, there's a reason why the background is all black. He crawls so we can sleep. Like, you ever seen Tom and Jerry? Yes, I've well, seen kind of goes into the little. <laughs> The mouse hole. The mouse yeah. Hole. yeah. He sleeps in a matchstick box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or an old sardines can or something. These cameras, yeah, these, are little, these cameras are a little weird. He, he's smaller than he appears on camera. <laughs> yeah. Kind of the opposite of like a rear view mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they say the camera adds a whole, like a whole body yeah. size. Yeah. Camera adds 100 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Well, you what were you talking about? about? Oh. <laughs> and then also you can leave a comment at the Broncos official YouTube page, yeah. which we're going to do right now. Right now. <laughs> so uh, we got some uh, some people who aren't big fans of the show this week. Uh, uh, Jan Chondo, the neutral zone is boring and lame. Always has been, always will be. Oh. What do we think about that? Jan Chondo? Jan. What do we think? Jan. Well, if this wasn't entertaining, I don't know what is. Uh, Jay Prez Bronk, Sean Payton gives off Greg Popovich vibes. What do you think? Greg Ooh. Popovich vibes. I had a run-in with Greg Popovich back oh, in the really? day. Yeah. Really? Too much yeah. wisdom. No, too much of like being a, oh, a rude person. Oh, yeah. Really? To you? Yeah. Did you ask a bad question? No. Because usually, if it's a bad did. question, he doesn't have any. Did patience. you ask him about an injury? No. I asked him. Um, Gosh, I don't. This was a long time ago. I don't remember the guy's name. I asked him about some young basketball player, Manu Ginobili. <laughs> at that point, no. I think before that, David Robinson. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but know. this was a young basketball player on the Sean Miami Elliott? on the Miami Heat. Oh, yeah, Udonis Haslam. Yeah, and <laughs> um, Alonzo Mourning. <laughs> and uh, this young player had uh, was very good at defense and um, was trying to become better at offense. And I asked him a question: Hey, how did Kawhi go about improving his offense? Oh. Starting as a really good defender, and then he just said some sort of expletive. And uh, really, and that was just kind of shook his head. He didn't like it. No. Wow. So the, I will say the Greg Popovich, Sean Payton thing. I don't. I don't see it. I think they're both very good teachers, but I think in dealing with the press, mm. Sean, I think is much more willing to say, "Hey, uh, let me explain, explain this to you. Let me explain yeah, yeah, a philosophy. Yeah. Let me teach you about this." Yeah, which is very helpful. Yes, during practice, um, like today's practice, for example, as we're recording this, end of game scenarios or talking oh, yes. about stuff. The press can hear what he's talking about. Yeah, Barry. I mean, you, I learned something. Yeah, during each presser, Peter King said the same thing. Yeah. Hey, Sean Payton. I've learned more from Sean Payton about football than anybody. So I think Sean's a little more willing to share yeah, these sorts of I things. Tr- I, I agree. Yeah. Especially like the in-game. They do the in-game with the NBA coaches. I yeah. don't think that he likes that too much. Greg what Popovich. gives you that idea? I just um, I just can tell. Yeah. yeah. Kinda, I, can you, just, I can just You're very tell. intuitive. Yeah, I pick up on these types of things. But both obviously uh, very accomplished coaches. You think my you question was I mean? good or bad? That's a pretty good one, I Thanks. think. Yeah, you didn't, like was a, yeah. didn't like it. That's a good comp. Um, Mirai Dap. Mm, I don't think I read it right, but that, <laughs> I think you get the point. <laughs> you guys are goobers, but I love it. Heart emoji, uh, confetti emoji. Nice. So uh, that goober. one's nice. Uh, Trent Buckle says, talk about a sleeper video. Zzz, <laughs> amazingly bad, boring, rambling about nothing. It's a good roast. Yeah, I don't know. That's, um, huh. Gotcha. Yeah, kind of <laughs> just, uh, kind of killed the mood. Yeah, sorry. Any nice ones? Kitland9665, uh, you officially lost my interest when you said the great company Nike. Ooh. Oh, Nike oh. Here. I was like, what? Okay. What? Um, and then last week, uh, we, remember we were talking about some business pitches? Nope. Um, <laughs> Gabe Brock really. says, can't lie, you guys have me cracking up with those business pitch comedy gold. Yeah, I don't Perfect. remember what we talked about, but that's, <laughs> I, you're welcome. Yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, Bubba Hart says, you guys are funny, I love it. Broncos fan from Connecticut. 
Hey, NZ, who's the best Broncos all-time duo? Like Von Miller, DeMarcus Ware, Carl Mecklenburg, Randy Gratishar. I don't think that they overlapped. <laughs> but um, uh, Champ Bailey. Oh, maybe he's just talking about the same position. Uh, Champ Bailey and Talib. He wants to know what do you yeah, think they, is like a, a position. John Lynch and Steve Atwater. That's what he means. So one one uh, position, like two players at that position. Who are the top twos? Oh, like a position. John Elway. And I Bay think a John Elway. <laughs> I, yeah, I forgot. Uh, Broncos from Connecticut. Uh, forgot those two. What about like a Phil Milani, Matt Boyer? I would have said Phil Milani, Eric Dalal. That's oh. a good duo. I thought it was Nate Trio. Boyle. Yeah, Nate Bird. What was that? What was it? Nate? They say Nate Boyle or something. What did he say? This was like last week a comment. Yeah. Oh, he said, I remember when you worked with Andrew Mason and Nate oh, Boyle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that too. That was a nice time. <laughs> that was a good time. Our favorite, yeah. Yeah, probably Maybe. John and Peyton, I think, yeah, have yeah. to be there. Ben Swanson and Pablo Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know Pablo worked here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> back in the day. Um, the you could do like hut. a Gary Zimmerman, Ryan Clady. Yeah. Those are two good left tackles. Jim Sakamano, there. Patrick Smythe. That's true. TD PR gurus. And, yep. TD and Floyd Little. TD Couple Floyd Hoffs. Little. Yeah, that's true. A couple mm. of offs there. There's good great ones. tradition yeah. here. There's great tradition. There's a lot of positions you can just pick. I think uh, by the end of this year, we're going to be talking about Pat as the – it's going to be Champ and Pat. Oh, wow. no longer Talib. Well, I don't think it's Talib right now. Do you? I mean, Louis Wright probably. Louis Wright, you think? Yeah. 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 Here. Yeah, but Talib could become a Hall of Famer, possibly. Yeah. So if you got two Hall of Famers. But Pat, I think just. You think so? Like he was in year two, and he's good. And now he's in year three. Yeah. Yeah. Gooder. (laughs) Ah, nice. Uh. He still floats out there. I tell you, he's smooth. On the road. Yeah. He just floats on the grass. I think Pat's just going to get to the point where you're like, this guy's ridiculous. Hard, it's insane. Hard to... Um, Don't throw it that way, ever. Like, you're going to think of Champ and Pat, I think, in similar breaths. Oh. After this year? Maybe not them equal after this year, but, like, I think he's going to... He'll be, like... In oh, that combo. That's the guy. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, I like that. Pat's good. Yeah. He's if, diff. If talking about, yeah, he, he is diff. He's built diff. I was telling somebody, I think I was telling Steve Atwater about, uh, uh, we're talking about how guys just like excel at every level, you know, because like uh, Marvin Mims, we were talking about him and just how in high school, college, like this guy's just been the best at, at stuff, you know, growing up. And I was like, yeah, when we went over to Pat's house for back home, he just had like a pile of like state championship track medals, just like in the corner of his room. He's like, oh, what are these again? Yeah. Or like uh, the SEC Defensive Player of the Year trophy, it was just like sitting there. <laughs> it was like behind the TV or something, you know, like uh, it's just there's too many of them for him. Didn't Jokic lose his uh, MVP? Oh, I didn't hear that. Either. Oh, the Did finals he? MVP. The finals MVP. Wasn't he like, oh, really? where did that go? <laughs> I think he was <laughs> like, oh, I don't know where that is. I think he's probably just But joking. I think equipment had taken it. He's joking, yeah. I hope he's joking. <laughs> Oh, they found took it. it. Oh, they found it. See, oh. like it, it could have been like a Brady between, helmet situation. You I think know, it was between mm. like the post game and the parade. I think. And the end game. Uh, post game show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess okay. post game life. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Well, should we dive into uh, our first and most important topic, Eric? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, ranking the top three players we're most excited to see head into this season and face the Raiders in this uh, opener. All right. Should we start with number two? No, we should start. Well, do you want to do a three, two, one, or you want to do one, two, three, or how, how do you feel? That's why I said maybe we could do two, three, one. No, I wouldn't do it that you way. Wouldn't. I don't okay. like that way. Let's do, we do a draft. Let's do a countdown. Because I feel like the Oh, so you, I can't pick the same guys as you. Well, then that gets that boring. That way we get six guys. Okay, yeah. let's do it. Let's do okay, it. You want me to go first? Um, Sure. Okay, I'll go with Russell Wilson. Oh, fine. That's okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'll say that. That's good. Uh, Yeah, I'll I mean, who, who else could it really be, right? Like, we've you spent, all, go we spent all offseason wondering what this is going to look like with Russ. He's looked great in training camp, has slimmed down, running around, throwing the ball around. I talked to Mike McGlinchey the other day, and he would he um, used an expletive when he described his reaction to a couple of throws that Russ has made. So people, when they talk to you, just use a lot of expletives. Yeah. That's what I'm starting yeah. to pick yeah. up on. <laughs> Maybe it's not really a Greg Popovich <laughs> thing. <laughs> but this was a good one. This oh, was like, a a, good oh, my expletive. goodness. This guy's amazing. How the bleep did he do that? Well, that, oh, really? that wrong expletive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he said that? How did he do that? Yeah. Wow. Um how does he do this bleep? Oh, yeah. wow. Um, the expletive was nonsense. Oh, God. Yeah. You wouldn't want to say that. You wouldn't it's want a family say, show. Sorry to say that. It's a family show. Um, but, yeah, I think that he's made some big-time throws running around. Um, we saw the offense look better against the Niners. I, I just think that he's going to take a nice little step here. But the question is, how much? How quickly does it happen? Um, does he look like the old Russ? Um, and uh, we're going to get our first idea here against the Raiders, and a lot of the season boils down to to this question of what does Russell Wilson look like in Sean Payton's system? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, uh, uh, there's been a lot of talk about how these two are going to work together, and so far it seems like it's been going pretty well. And, uh, yeah, if that 49ers game is sort of any indicator of what, what it could look like, you're talking about more of what Russ was like in Seattle and more of maybe what the Broncos thought that they were trading for uh, when they made that move. So, yeah, I mean, on paper, this team could be really good if Russ is like that. So I think that that's the biggest – that's the guy that we want to see. If he if he's rocking on all cylinders, this team could be pretty good, I think. So uh, I, I say – maybe I'll say then PS2 then. Oh. Um, just because uh, of what happened last year with uh, against uh, Devontae Adams – so this that is was more sort of the, well, and then also just like, hey, are, are there areas where he does, has improved? You know, if if that even existed, you know, I don't know if it existed. He said, just keep doing the same thing, consistency, that kind of thing. But uh, look, he's probably the best cornerback in football, and so uh, to go out there and see somebody like that perform and do it for an entire season you're you're excited about that but then also yeah for this matchup in particular i think that uh adams is like the one guy who had some success against ps2 last year um and uh of course that overtime touchdown was the last uh, memory that you have of uh, those two going at it so i'm sure that uh you know, if uh, PS2 says, hey, I've been trying to get better, I've been watching tape, I've been studying, I'm sure he's studied that play and, and that matchup a lot. Yeah, this is a big game for PS2 from a narrative standpoint, yeah. right? Because Devontae is the only guy. I mean, DJ Moore had a little bit of success in Carolina, but Devontae had a, that big touchdown. A and um, I think he had one before that in that same game, right? Here in Denver? Sure. 
I think I don't know. I think Adams had two touchdowns in that game. I just remember the big play as like, like I don't think without that big he play did. he did. Okay, yeah. Okay. I think there was one play where he like started in and then maybe uh, he handed him off to Simmons or something, but he was like a wide open at the beginning. Oh, for a touchdown early in that game. Mm. Um, but after that game, of course, Devontae, I think talks on the camera. He ain't ready, ain't ready or he ain't yeah. here yet or something like that over yeah. and over. Uh, not afraid to talk some talk. Talk some noise. Yeah. Some junk. <laughs> if, uh, if Pat comes out and shuts Devontae down, Ooh. I think nationally it'll get talked about as, Hey, Pat Sertan stops Devontae Adams. If Devontae comes out and have, has a big game and the Raiders win, the, the narrative will be, oh, has PS2 taken a step back? And as you're trying to, like, these all pro awards, defensive player narrative of the matters. Year, that sort of thing, narrative matters. And so yeah. if he if he shuts Devontae down, holds him to, you know, three or four catches, less than 50 yards, and, and has a pick maybe, that's going to start his season off really well in, in, yep. in the spotlight. Um, so big game for PS2. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I just think I agree with you with the narrative. And then just I, I imagine knowing uh, Pat a little bit that 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 probably ate at him a little bit, you know. Uh, so the competitor inside him, I'm just excited to see uh, how he bounces back from that. Yeah. And it was the game in Las Vegas, too. There was a, a little bit of back and forth between those guys. Too, yeah, but so. Pat kind of Pat handled him in that one. He played well, but I think Adams had a few. Uh, had a yeah, couple. but they were Adams catches were not. On PS2. Oh, got it. Like he had an end zone breakup against Devontae, I think. He had he had some good plays. It was the Raiders figured out in that game how to get PS2 off Devontae and he mm. had some big plays. So that's another thing is the Broncos gotta figure out how do you keep, keep them PS2 on, on Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go with you went with PS2. I'm gonna go with CS14. Oh gosh. Wow. Yeah. Is that Cor- like a Star Wars thing or something? Or what? Cortland Sutton. Sutton? Yeah, as Ben Swanson would say. Yeah. What's Sutton. his name? Sutton. 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 Up to Sutton. He's up to Sutton. Yeah. The newly married Cortland Sutton? Yeah. Congrats to him. No honeymoon, though. No, the season is the honeymoon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. About to take a honeymoon to the end zone. <laughs> I uh, Obviously, with Jerry, who knows what his status is going to be for that game. Cortland's had a, a great training camp. Um, looks to be back to the same player he was. Slimmed down? Yep. Muscled up, got some strong hands. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's on the Jordan Beasley workout yeah. plan. He uh, he's he's ready to go. I'm excited to see what he's able to do. Um, it's kind of you know it's time to show it and to uh, he's going to face a little more attention, especially if Jerry Judy doesn't play. Yep. But he's got to still make plays. Cortland, the issue has never been the ability to have a big game. He's always had the ability to break out for 100 yards, 150 yards, whatever. It's the consistency of, you know, not having games where it's two or three catches for 25 yards. And so can he start this season out strong, um, have a big game, help the Broncos get through a stretch where they might potentially not have Jerry Judy um, and uh, get in the end zone. I mean, I think Cortland Sutton had among the top end zone targets in the league last year and only had two touchdowns. This is a guy that you, you would think should have five to ten Big touchdowns numbers. easily. Big guy. And so um yeah, can they get to him in the red zone? Can they take advantage of those opportunities? We've seen it from Cortland all through camp. I want to see it on the field. Yeah, definitely. You want to, you want to see it translate out there in, into a, a game that matters uh, to be able to do it consistently. Um, and, yeah, he's going to have to play well if Judy's unavailable to play there because 
we'll talk about this a little bit later, but he's going to have to be like that sort of security blanket for Russ, I think. You know, the dependable guy that you can start down. I'm looking at 14 first here. Yep. So he's going to have to sort of be step up into that that role. So, yeah, that'll be a, a player to watch. I think I'm going to go with uh, Mike McGlinchey Ooh, for, yeah, for the That was going to be one. my three. Just because uh, he went four. the offensive line uh, has been a big priority this offseason. And uh, anytime you face the Las Vegas Raiders, Crosby is on the other side there. And uh, he can really just wreck a game. Max with two X's. Yep. Because he's crazy. Yeah. And he likes to get after the quarterback. And so uh, the Mike McGlinchey coming in here uh, had the injury during training camp there, but seems like he's doing better now. And, um, you know, I just want to see what this – really, I want to see what the whole offensive line looks like. But if I had to pick one player in particular, it would be Mike McGlinchey. Yeah, they need uh, him to play well. He's obviously kind of working his way back from injury. Got to keep Russ upright. Max Crosby has just terrorized these guys a little bit over the last few years. So they've yeah. – got to be better on the offensive line mike is the the leader of that group like you said and he he was the big free agent acquisition so i yep. think anytime you make a big free agent move the first time they play uh in a broncos uniform you want to see what that looks like yeah and he's a big fella so the, they're he's probably big. they probably had to go out and get a, a different kind of uniform you know just to be oh, able to fit yeah. him, you know like they couldn't just be like what size are you let me go on the back get that yeah they had to do that yeah <laughs> they had to do a big whole thing to get yeah. That for him, Mike. That's true. Bigger jersey, bigger pants. Yeah. Don't just have those pants laying around. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. Watson, you okay over there? Yeah, no, I just thought it was funny. I'm gonna go with weird guy. It's funny, huh? Uh, I'm gonna go with Javante Williams. Oh, that was obvious. Uh, yeah. next, the next guy, but I'll just come so up with some, you didn't I'll come him. up with something, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think the big question is just how much are we gonna see Javante? Sean Payton uh, made it sound like there was going to be some sort of pitch count, some sort of snap restriction. I wonder how much that's going to be. Is it 20 snaps? Is it 30 snaps? I mean, if it's 30 snaps, that's not a, that's restriction. Not a big deal, right? Bec well, I mean, it could be some sort of restriction, but then you're looking at like a 50-50 a split with Pirine. But if Javante can only get out there for 15 snaps and Pirine's going to play the other 40 that's a that's a bigger difference. Um, How many snaps did he play against the Niners, Javante? Twelve. Twelve snaps. Yeah. So you would imagine it'd be a little more than that. You know. I would think so. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't. I mean, can, can he get to thirty snaps? Yeah. Can he get to thirty-five? I mean, is he going to be the main guy? Like, is he going to is he going to have more carries than P. Ryan? I would kind of be surprised, right? But um, I guess the the real answer is we just don't know. At this point, what they plan to do, how healthy they feel he is. We haven't really seen him be as limited as, as we thought during training camp. Um, but, but yeah, one, how much does Javante play? And then, two, what is he able to do? You know, does he break one? Does he set the tone? Obviously, he suffered his injury against the Raiders, and so I'm sure he wants to go out there and, and prove that he's back, and there's probably a little bit of added emotion because it happened against these guys. Uh, but I think the the – Short answer is we just don't know what, how much he's going to be out there until game day, probably. Yeah, and you think that the Broncos, they're going to be, 
a running type of team, you know, like they've been gearing up for this all year. So you kind of want to see what that looks like and how they're able to game plan things with Javante. And so, yeah, a lot of eyes on him. And like you mentioned, I think that Javante does think about, Hey, this was the team that I got hurt against. And so there's definitely an emotional uh, part of that uh, with, with facing the Raiders. So uh, I guess if I had to make up one, uh, cause I think that, uh, you know, Javante was, I was going to say Javante. But oh, I'm sorry. You could just, have said it uh, instead of McGlinchey. No, because then you would have said McGlinchey. Yeah. And then what would I have done? I, I would have just know. been out there floating around. Um, one guy I am excited to just to see how they get on the field is Drew Sanders. Mm, I you thought I was going to say that. Yeah. I knew it. I've been excited about this guy ever since he uh, had that interception uh, last week against the Rams. I was like, gosh. I've been excited about this guy for, for the last one week. <laughs> I think that that showed me something. That was an easy interception because he kind of threw it right at him. But Those are your favorite. You know, him dropping back in coverage like that, uh, you know, that's a good sign that he's able to start a, start to incorporate that into his game and, and be more than just a rusher or sort of that pressure player. Uh, I think that they're going to have to figure out how to get this guy on the field. And so what situations are they going to put him in to get him out there? How, who are they going to take off the field? You know, what? how are they going to get somebody like this on the field? Because I do think that he's dynamic enough where they're going to have to create situations where he, he can come out there to, so he can have an impact. Yeah, he's a, he's a special talent. they got to find ways to do that. I'm sure as the season goes on, we'll see him more and more. Um, but that whole front seven, Phil, I'm sure we'll talk about this more next week. they got to – Big test here because Josh Jacobs plays who? like a, who? He's back? He's back. What? Josh, no. Yeah, I know. Gosh, just hold out for one more week. One more week. Uh, Josh Jacobs plays like a Hall of Famer every time he plays the Broncos. And so if well, he led the league in rushing last year, right? Yeah. But if you looked at, so last year was his breakout year, right? He had kind of just a, an average career prior to that. But if you looked at his rushing totals, Versus the Broncos, it was... For years. For years, it was like averaged 130, 140 yards against the Broncos and a touchdown, averaged 60 yards against games. everybody else. I mean, yeah. he had big games yeah. against the Broncos. So, uh, Zach Allen, DJ Jones, Jonathan Harris, Mike Purcell, Josie, Alex Singleton. Big, big... Put, put your big boy pants on and let's go to work. We got a hit. Time to hit. Yeah. Run downhill. Yeah, chance to send a message that... Hey, we're not going to take this anymore. We're not the same old Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so would like to see that's that. That's who we're that watching. Nice. So I'm just watching yeah. the offense, I guess. Oh, got it. Yeah. You're mainly you watching the all. defense. And McGlinchey. Yeah. That's true. I do the touchdown watching. I'll watch yeah. the touchdowns. You you don't. I'll watch the stopping of the touchdowns. It'd be nice. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think that's a good list. Ben Swanson, who Anybody? are you? Who are you watching? Did we forget somebody? Uh, I mean, I'm interested in the pass rush with uh, um, Frank Clark. Yeah, Frank Clark and Randy Gregory. What was the question? Yeah, Jonathan Cooper. I'm not worried about uh, Zach Allen. How much he can help uh, provide some interior pressure? I think those are some interesting people to watch. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's good. No, yeah. that's good. Nice. Well, I am interested to see what that looks like. Or oh, the new kicker too. Oh yeah, yeah well, well, let's let's go. It's, it's lots. Will, not Will. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Will. No. No. That's too much. Will. No. Will. Will. Yeah. And you say let's go let's. Let's go let's. Let's go let's. Let's go let's. <laughs> 
You're like, that's what you said. You that's a chance. Why don't you just say, let's go? <laughs> you could say, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think you could, you think you don't need the other let's? Yeah, I don't, I don't know <laughs> why you would need it. Because normally you say, let's go, Eric. Let's go, Eric. You know, that's what you would say, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excited, yeah. Me, that's no. Let's wrong. go, let's. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, Perfect. maybe maybe if it's like uh, <laughs> if they're like in the four like around the forty five or something, and then it's fourth down, uh, then maybe Sean will be like, "Let's go!" Yeah, run out onto the field. Nice. Let's go. go out there. Yeah, kick field goal. So those are our guys. I think that uh, we're excited to see. So let's move on to topic number two, Eric. Not as important. Not well. Everything's important, but this one maybe it's the second topic. It's so. the second topic, though. Yeah, that is true. Talking about the wide receiver position, Eric. Mm. Look at uh, how the roster is constructed currently. The active roster, in particular, Cortland Sutton is there. Marvin Mims Jr. is there. Yep. Brandon Johnson is there, and then Jerry Judy, which we don't know his status for. But he's for there. His first game. But he is there. And He's here. those are the wide receivers on the team. That's true. That is a fact as I'm sitting here talking fact. to you. That is a fact. That's not just something I thought about. No. But, Phil, as you know, there are also four receivers on the practice squad. Oh. Go ahead and name them. Four receivers on the practice squad. Yep. Okay, uh, Lil' Jordan Humphrey. Yep. Philip Dorsett. Yep. Um. Gosh, I feel like I'm missing somebody big. You're missing... Mm. Nobody big? No. Who are the other two? Uh, Michael Bandy. Oh, Michael Bandy. Yeah, of yeah, course. Of course. And David Sills. Famous. Oh, David Sills. Yeah, who just yeah. came over from the Giants. Yeah, that's a new one. That's a, that's a new one. That one snuck by me there. Yeah. Bandy, you know, we knew about Bandy. Of course. Yeah, Mike yeah. Bandy. We, we know about that guy. Yeah. yeah you call him Mike. That's why you didn't know. That's yeah. I was like, yeah. what? Bandy? Who's Michael? Yeah. yeah. Mike, <laughs> Mike Bandy. Yeah. Oh, please dial You're in. You're right. Yeah. Y'all okay? Uh, <laughs> if you get a little cut, you need to... <laughs> Can't even finish it. Go on, Phil. You need... <laughs> For your wedding, you do, a, you do a DJ or you do a bandy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's get it out of control. So, yeah. Uh, for week one, it's presumable that you could uh, could not have Jerry Judy. I mean, we don't know yet, but... It's at least an option, right? That he may not be out there. That would be three then. So, yeah. So okay. you'd have Corlin Sutton, Brandon Johnson, and Marvin Mims. In that case, I would imagine you would have to, and for people who are unfamiliar with the rules, back in COVID, you're allowed to elevate two players from the practice squad to the active roster just for that game. You can still do that. So you could bring up a Dorsett, a Bandy, um, you know, a little Jordan Humphrey, a Sills. <laughs> you, still, you still think it's funny, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we cannot talk about Bandy anyway. Okay, so, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mike. You can't come up to the game because Phil can't say yeah. your name. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, Lil Jordan Humphrey is a an intriguing guy to bring up for a game. He had a good final preseason game. Yeah, he did. Productive. A couple catches right on that opening drive. Yeah. Um, he can block which obviously I think is going to be important for any receiver in this offense, given how much we know they want to run the football. He was uh, productive and, and sure-handed, then got better and better as camp went along. Sean Payton said at one point, 
hey, I want to see a little bit more from Marquez Callaway and little Jordan Humphrey. I think, uh, you know, maybe maybe you saw that they saw a little more from little Jordan Humphrey based on the fact that he's on the practice squad and Callaway's not. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you you bring up one of these one of these new guys. I mean, um, uh, Dorsett certainly has the speed. He's been in the league a long time. 2015 first round pick. Yeah. Um, but a guy that still has some speed. And then Phil, I think the other thing to consider when you're talking about wide receiver is that Greg Dulcich can be split out wide and can be used as a de facto wide receiver if you need. Yeah. They'll have uh, pass catchers available to them there. So on, on game day, you think they'll bring up a couple of these guys if Judy's not able to go? Well, so you can only can only bring up two. And so yep. you've got to decide, okay, well, are we okay on the defensive line or do we want to bring up uh, yeah. Tyler Lancaster or PJ Mustafer? Are we good at corner? Or do we need to bring somebody up? Yeah. Are we good elsewhere? You know, so, you know, I do think if you, if Judy does not play, you almost have to use both those spots or find a way to add another receiver to the active roster before then. Yeah. Just because it's one thing, I would say most teams go into a game with five active five, receivers, so I that's think. not a, a big deal, but you can't, I don't know if you can go in with just four because then yeah. you quickly lose that ability. But yeah, exactly. An injury would be really impactful. Yeah. But it, maybe the Broncos look at what the Raiders are doing and say, hey, we want to play this game in um, big personnel groupings. Yeah. We want to have the tight ends out there a lot. And you're playing too Smash wide. Mouth. Yeah. And, and then maybe you, maybe you can get by with four. I don't know. So um, we'll have to see what happens. But I do think people are kind of worried about the, oh, there's four receivers on the active roster. Only three are practicing right now. Okay. Yeah. But there's ways to get up to, to five here. And yeah. again, if you add somebody to the active roster, then uh, we've heard Sean say several times. This roster could look very different next weekend than yeah. it does right now. I would pay more attention to what he's saying there, too, because, uh, you know, like all camp long, he kept saying with the kicking competition, he was like, hey, you know, in New Orleans, well, we went through a competition, and then at the end, we just picked a different a, a guy from outside. Yeah. And boom, it happened here. So when he talks about these things, it's like he means it. So I do think that this roster is going to continue to take shape uh, over the course of the next week here. And he even said the first couple of weeks of the season, you see a lot of movement around the entire league. So, yeah, I think maybe some people are surprised that the Broncos didn't put in any claims uh, after cut down day. But uh, I do think they'll continue to sort of examine where they are, areas that they'll need. And, uh, you know, he was like, don't pay attention to individual numbers at at these spots. He's like, it's about the entire roster construction at this point. Right. And again, you don't have to place a roster or a waiver claim if you can go get Dorsett to sign with your practice yeah. squad anyway. Yeah, exactly. Because then you've added him to your your group. Your and group. Yeah, can he get poached if, if he goes out and plays well? Yeah, of course. But you would first have the opportunity to sign him up to your active roster. So it, it does essentially the same thing here as claiming a guy when you bring in three outside guys yeah. to this roster. And there's a lot of guys out there I'm sure that uh, Sean is familiar with. Like, he, he seemed to know Philip Dorsett pretty well. So Yeah, and, hey, it doesn't hurt that uh, Dorsett was in camp with the Raiders, and I'm sure find a little intel. I'm sure yeah. it's the same reason why the Raiders just picked yeah. up Callaway, you know? Yeah, you just you got to do whatever you A little trickeration, a little gamesmanship. Ooh, you think, huh? I don't know you if that's gotta, why, but I'm sure it doesn't hurt. 
Yeah, of course. I... Like, hey, Philip, now that you're here, mind drawing up some of the stuff the Raiders are doing over there? Are you, ta- are you talking to me or you're Philip Dorsett? Uh, Philip with, with two L's. That's me? Yeah. Yeah, you're talking to me. Yeah. I can't draw up what the Raiders have been doing. I wasn't, I wasn't there. I just thought you knew everything. Mm, well, I mean, I do that, but uh, I can't draw them up, though. Oh. I just know it. Got it. It's just kind of up there. It's up there, yeah. When yeah. I when it's needed, I can do it. And, but, uh, I see. Yeah, but I can't. No. So they'll they'll be okay. I mean, obviously, not having Jerry Judy hurts, but yeah. Um, Marvin Mims has come into his own. I thought he had a really nice game against the Rams. The ability to track that ball in midair as you're kind of falling backwards, the deep. Oh one. yeah, yeah. He looked a little like Emmanuel Sanders out there. I thought. As yeah, as somebody yeah, uh, yeah fast. Yeah. Though yeah. just the way he sort of uh, caught it like that, it was very much like an Emmanuel Sanders type of play. I think that's a pretty I good comp for him. Emmanuel? Yeah. yeah I think he, so. Maybe he's a little bit uh, a little bigger little thicker than Emmanuel, yeah. maybe. But uh, that's a good comp, I think. Uh, good hands, you know, speed guy. You think your comp is good? Is that what you're saying? The guy that I thought yeah. of. You're like, that's a good comp, the guy that I. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I that's what I think. Yeah. I don't think my comp is a if bad one. If you use Emmanuel Sanders, you'd be happy with that? I think you would be, yeah. Swanson, Swanson you disagree? No. Oh, I thought you were shaking your head over there. No, I was nodding. Oh. Just kind of sideways? Good nodding. A sideways nod. Well, yeah. It was up and down. Oh, yeah. We don't have the tape, so we will never know. Yeah, that's true. It's gone forever. <laughs> All right. But, Yes. <laughs> I think that they'll be okay. Uh, I'm not uh, too worried about it at this point. But, uh, yeah, not having Jerry Judy would be a big loss. But, uh, you know, you can game plan and scheme and try to do different things to uh, get around it. Let's play your favorite game. for a little bit. Let's say the Broncos. How many times do you want the Broncos to throw the ball? Oh, okay. Throw the ball? So let's say they have uh, 60. 40 times. Six, oh, my God. Is that too many? Okay, <laughs> yes. fine. 35 times. They're supposed to be a run 30 first 30 times then, fine. How okay. many runs do you want them to run? 30 and 30? You want it to be yeah, right down the middle? Yeah, I want it to be pretty close. Okay. Okay. Okay, Let's 30, 30, 30. 30 and 30. How many uh, targets do you want Corlin Sutton to have? Of, of the, the 30? 30? Yeah. Let's assume Jerry Judy does not play. Eight. Eight? Okay. Yeah, probably. I think that the wide receiver or the running backs will get a lot of care. Uh, okay, lot how of many targets, targets do you think the running backs get? You can just leave it. Running backs. Running backs, maybe like f- 14. A lot. I think okay. they're going to get a lot. He likes to throw the ball to the running backs. Okay. Yeah. I think the yep. screens and all okay, that so is going to be a lot. We're at 22 of 30. Okay. Maybe, that's, you, maybe that's too much for the running back. <laughs> Fine. 10 for the running backs. Eight for the sudden. 10 to okay. uh, Dulcich, maybe like six. Okay. What am I at there? Uh, 24. 24. Okay. Yeah. How many for Mims? And then Mims, like a four. Four. Okay. Yeah, so 28 and then two, two for two. Brandon Johnson. Yeah, maybe to Brandon or Troutman or something. Yeah. That's what I think. The that feels like a lot like to Corlin Sutton. But eight. But hey, listen. You think knows? eight is too much to to your star wide receiver? I mean, we know that uh, Sean Payton has a history of having guys that like a lot of targets. One guy, you know, so it's, yeah. it's possible. Yeah, I, that's how I would break it down. 30 passes, doesn't maybe 35. Yeah. 30 seems a little bit low, but that's But a, if you only have 60, they but if you want to pound the ball, if yeah. you want to run the rock, you, and you're playing 60, like that, they probably win. If they ran on all 60? 
if they ended up running all 60, that yeah, you, yeah, probably. Or they just decided they didn't want to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like true. I don't think that they do that. I, uh, I don't know. In the last game, they had 36 rushes and 24 attempts, pass attempts. So 60 total. And they didn't win game? They didn't win that one. The last game of last season, the Chargers game. They did win that game. Oh, they won. I thought you were talking about the last Raiders game. Why are you just picking a random game? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. In week six last perspective. year, they ran a lot. <laughs> Wait, so I thought you meant against the last, last Raiders year, game. Winning formula. Last um, year. Jerry the, Rosberg. Yeah. Yeah. They ran the ball 36 times. And threw it how many? 24. 60, exactly. Oh, my gosh. What were the targets? What about the last time they played the Raiders? I don't know. Crazy. No, I think this is fair because this is the Rossberg, I think, is similar to what Sean Payton wants to do, right? Okay. Targets. Uh, Sun had the most with seven, and then uh, Judy with six. Seven and six. Yeah. It's out of control. (laughs) (laughs) Running backs, 18. (laughs) Uh, No, running backs. uh, Looks like two. That's got to go. Unless you're counting Andrew Beck, so four. No, he's a yeah. tight end slash fullback. Yeah. So okay, that's I think the screen yeah. game is going to be a big part of this thing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. he won't. Maybe he'll throw. A, I'm going to say he'll throw 28 passes. You say 28? Yeah. Okay. I say 35. Okay. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. The, every game has its own story. Okay, yeah. guys. You know, it's got its own. It's got its own arc. You know, sometimes you got to throw it more. Sometimes you got to run it more. That game, it was cold. You know, it was January. Wasn't it really nice in that altitude? <laughs> it was beautiful. You that know, day. and it was probably freezing, and there was, was ice like everywhere. Forty-five degrees at kickoff. You know, forty-three degrees. Four, yeah, <laughs> it was oh, icy. Oh, how are you going to handle these conditions? You know, you're facing a team from Southern California. Man. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <Yeah>. I guess. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Okay. I say 35. You say 28. Yep. Swanson? 30. <laughs> wow. Uh, smart. Yeah, split the, smart. Split smart. Okay. All right. Uh, any shout outs you want to get to here? Yeah, Phil. I'm oh, pull. well, hold on. We got an email, right? I'm sorry. I cut you off there. We already did that. You, you did, did the, the Renee. What about the, the Andy Means? Andy Means. Didn't we have one? Sorry. I like to get that before the shout outs. I apologize. Sorry. I apologize. Do we have any Andy Mains? Andy Mains writes, what's up, guys? Andy Mains from the 860. Connecticut, I think. No. Is it I Connecticut? Don't I don't know. Football's right around the corner. Let's go Broncos. Hope our O-line can hold up and really give Russ a chance to show his stuff. Yeah. I still believe in Russ, but this is going to be an important year for him. Stay safe out there, guys. Thank you very much, Andy. Yeah. Like I mentioned, uh, you know, Mike McGlinchey, I mentioned that. Yes, you did. I mentioned it. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what the O-line can do here. The starting five are pretty good. You know, interested to see how Bowles bounces back after the leg injury, you know. But uh, it seems like uh, they have confidence in him. Uh, Hopefully their depth won't be tested too much. Hope not. I hope not. But they got got big Cam Fleming. He can come in and uh, play some positions there, so. Can. Yeah. Do they yeah. have uh, Cam Fleming's pants or no? Are they? Oh, because of McGlinchey? Yeah, big, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Cam Fleming was here last year, so you'd presume. That maybe they, they already have him. Yeah. They already have him. Okay. Okay, now you can get to your shout outs. Okay. Thank you. We go from Andy Mainsville 
to Luke Maine. Excuse me? <laughs> Luke Maine. He tweeted at us. Well, really just me. He uh, had a child. Oh, wow. And he wanted a shout Hudson out? Hudson James Maine. And uh, he said his first, his son's first picture was with the Broncos. Little baby with a uh, little Bronco blanket. Oh, yeah, that's so nice. Congrats. Congratulations to the Maine household. Yeah. This is Maine household right. listening to the Maine Broncos podcast. You ever think he goes over to Main Street? Uh, it's M-A-I-N. Oh. Yeah. Got it. Not M-A-N-E. No. Wow. Okay. M M Hudson, Maine. Is that, is that what you said? Wow, you're Tommy, just doxing them? Tommy Hudson. No, I'm trying to. <laughs> that wasn't, we to were, you sure. weren't supposed to say that. Folks. I'm just trying to make sure. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Please. Go back you in. just listened so the first time. Many Hudson, James, Maine. Uh, yeah, so I said Hudson. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice name. I like that name. Thank you. <laughs> Afternoon <laughs> podcast. We yeah, have gotten what? so whoopy. Ugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, I need, show for you. I need supervision. Uh, of course, uh, Liz Geralds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard that she was. She tried to get into the studio today. You know, there was some. There was a fracas going on outside, outside. the podcast studio as we were recording. She tried to break in here because uh, the shoutouts period. That's a big, sort of her favorite part of the show. We remained professional as always and kept our composure. Yeah, of course. Despite the tomfoolery that was going on outside our. Our, yeah, I think pretty heavily protected studio window. Yeah, it's it's um, that's pretty thick glass, so just in case. Thick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, I think the Broncos had uh, some service men and women out uh, yeah. as part of a a salute to service boot camp with USAA earlier this uh, week. Send it down to Swanson. Yeah, yeah. Swanson was there. You were taking some there. photos, right? Yeah, they got to meet. Pretty much seemed like the whole team going whole down team the line. Came over. Yeah, and then they did their little boot camp in the uh, field house where they do like a combine like drills. A combine yeah, drills. Almost, yeah. yeah, rotation of a forty-yard dash. My favorite's the wide receiver gauntlet. Ooh, Ooh. they do that. That's always fun to watch. I do like watching. <laughs> do you that participate one. or no? I did not. He flew through that thing. Yeah. That always is interesting because they don't really catch the ball. They just it kind of just goes into their hands okay, and they drop, drop it. Yeah, boom. yeah. Don't give it an opportunity to actually drop it. Just kind of make yeah, it look smack like it down. Yeah. yeah, you're like I caught it. What do you mean? Smart. Yeah, that's what you kind of do at the combine anyway. That's right. So, those are some nice shout outs. Yeah, I think. that was really nice. Any, anybody else you want to shout out? Uh, something like a famous painter or something. <laughs> shout out to Pablo Picasso, former Broncos <laughs> painter. Former Broncos, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All okay. Right. Anybody that's else? No, nope, that's, that's it. it. Oh, okay. We should tell people to check out the the Broncos game show. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. coming up at yeah. seven p.m. on KUSA, right on Friday. Friday, Friday night, huh? Yeah. Team back to back versus big. Team fifty. And for those back to back, <laughs> back to back on Broncos YouTube at uh, eight. eight p.m. Mountain, I think. Yeah. For those not in the market. And uh, oh, yeah. who who was featured on those teams? Swanson was down there. Okay, Swanson's team, everywhere, really. Team back like to it. back. That would be Rod Smith, Ed McCaffrey, and Todd Ruin. Tom Ruin. Tom Ruin. Tom Ruin. Tom Ruin. <laughs> Former CU Buff. Oh, was he? Go. Uh, yeah. And then Team Fifty. That would Fitty. be Team Fifty. Okay. Oh, is it Fifty? I think so. <laughs> uh, Ryan Harris, David Bruton Jr. 
and who was the last? Tyler Columbus. Tyler Columbus. Yeah. Of course, right. Mount Columbus. Yeah, Mount Columbus. Yeah. It sounded like it was a good time. That's it was fun. That's what I heard. There. Yeah. Yeah. Fans were there. Yeah. yeah live for... studio audience. Anytime you get like Rod and Ed together, it's there's some tomfoolery. It's yeah. kind of like this show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You think it's a good time. Rod's everything? It's a good <laughs> Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. Am I Rod I like or are you Rod? I don't know. Hmm. I'm not sure. Probably cool. questions. <laughs> questions <laughs> for best next left time. unanswered, yeah. I think. Yeah. That makes me. You'd be Tom, Tom Rod. Yeah. <laughs> What's no, the matter with that? Todd. Tom made a played an important role. What's his Todd? <laughs> and of Todd. course, uh, uh, Tom is married to Amy Van Dyken, Olympic swimmer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, well, wow, you're yeah. full of facts. I know yeah. all the facts. That, facts. That's my childhood team. That back that's to back, true. You know, so I know a lot about that. Team. I thought the '77 Broncos were your childhood <laughs> team. <laughs> Shout out to In Randy Gratishar again. Yeah, still, he did it last week, but still, yeah. still a finalist. Yeah, still, he's still doing it. <laughs> He was there uh, with the USA group, so. Yeah, he's always active in that. Yeah. Derek Wolf was here. Todd Davis. Got to get him right on the uniforms. Yeah, that's true. He was, yeah, he was paying attention. Circling back on the earlier. Gloves. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Everything full circle. Wow, that is true. really wraps us up with a bow. Because, of course, uh, if if you don't know listening, Randy Gratishar is the guy down on the field during pregame walking around, making sure that all the players' uniforms are up to the NFL code. Yep. Yep. So that's a big job. The code. The code. Yeah. Makes it yeah. sound like. Don't talk about it. You just know it. You just know, <laughs> you just it, know it, it. Yeah, yeah, you should just know it. Don't We don't talk about it. So uh, Anyway, next week we'll have a much more on this Raiders uh, game. We'll do a, yeah. lot, a lot of previewing on that one. Right, we're doing some big. Oh my goodness! I don't think oh, next, week next week we will be. So just relax. Next week it will not be a Monday show. Oh. The following Monday after the after the first game, we'll be breaking down the game. That's what the Monday shows all. Yeah. So, still a Monday show, just not at uh, Breck Brew. Yep. So, all right, that's going to do it for us for Ben Swanson and Eric Dahl. I'm Phil Milani. You've been listening to the, the Neutral Zone. Neutral Zone.